Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Watch up. And welcome back to another episode of No Ceilings Podcast with your host. Now, nah, fuck that with your low, Glasses Malone. Pete Dog. G Malone, what's happening? What's the deal, man? Just trying to survive. Just trying to survive. That's all. Trying to survive in South Central. A place where busting the cap is fundamental. Um, All week, and it's funny... You know, once you brought it up, I noticed like so much stuff is going on with abortions. Um, That's true. I see they're trying to overturn Roe versus Wade, and like, and I've seen that that title a million times, but I don't quite know what Roe versus Wade is. And I'm sure you vested in what Roe versus Wade is. So, what is Roe versus Wade? Roe versus Wade is a Supreme Court case that passed in uh, the 1970s that essentially affords federal protection for the right to any woman in the United States to get an abortion. And it's there's not really any language further than that. It just says that essentially you can do that to any point in the abortion by sort of any means necessary. There, there's been subsequent cases and challenges to it from all angles um, on both sides for as many years as it's been in effect. Mm. So I was looking at so, it. I was looking at it. The decision involved the case of Norma McCorvey, known by the legal pseudonym Jane Rowe. Yeah, I would say, yeah, it's a pseudonym name. Yeah, who in 1969 became pregnant with her third child. McCorvey wanted an abortion, but lived in Texas, where abortion was illegal, except when necessary to save the mother's life. Her attorneys, Sarah Weddington and Linda Coffey, filed a lawsuit on her behalf in U.S. federal court against her local district attorney, Henry Wade. 
alleging that Texas abortion laws were unconstitutional. A three-judge panel of the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas heard the case and ruled in her favor. Texas then appealed directly to the U.S. Supreme Court. In 1973, the Supreme Court issued a 7-2 decision in McCorvey's favor, ruling that the due process clause of the 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution provides a right to privacy that protects a pregnant woman's right to choose whether to have an abortion. That's deep. Correct. And and there's a case that's up for decision now that has something to do with like the... um, civil liability of the not not the woman getting the abortion i believe the entity performing the abortion so it'd be the doctor or a planned parenthood or whatever else are all parties involved in that matter basically minus the woman so it, it it pretty much punches a hole in roe versus wade the issue with that is People look at it and go, oh, well, that means they're going to make abortion illegal in the United States. It really doesn't. It just defers it back to the states. So you could have a state like Texas that goes, we're not going to have any abortions at all. You could have a state like California that says, we're going to give you all the abortions you want and then some or whatever. Are you a conservative, Pete? <laughs> I mean, or do yeah, you, you probably say I'm, nine out of 10, yes. I'm a. Uh, a lot of conservatives are, are, are very ethical and moral people. I would never profess to be one of those. <laughs> Not that kind so, of conservative. No, nah, I'm 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 a small government, you know, constitutional libertarian, um, for the most part. I, I'm actually pro-abortion. You know, you're pro-abortion. Um, I, yeah, I'm pro-abortion. I, I think it's probably the most low rent. Uh, political pedestal you can take in this country. I mean, like as a woman, you're basically just advocating for, you know, a license to sluttery. And as a dude, you're just advocating for a license to be let off the hook for, you know, irresponsible behavior, whatever. But until they have, you know, boss versus the state of Florida that says, hey, I told her to get the abortion. She said no. Now she wants me to pay. That was her choice, not mine. Until until that case is settled in my favor, then I'm pro-abortion. <laughs> before before Chappelle said my money, my choice, I said that ten years before him. He stole that line from me. That's your line. That's I been believe my line. it because that definitely sounds like a Pete line. I've been saying that for a good decade plus. Um. And I see that's the kind of cool thing, I guess, to be pro-abortion. I'm actually anti-abortion. It kind of I'm not mad at that. Again, the running theme of no ceilings and women when it comes to accountability, that is the cherry on top of a lack of accountability. Like you, you better believe totally it, buddy. Avoid accountability <laughs> at this level. And and normally you hear a lot of women, you know, oh, well, what if I got raped? You didn't get raped. <laughs> now, somebody did get raped. You didn't get raped. And, and, you know, we always go to these measures of extreme 
feel me yeah, to, to, to have these conversations. Yeah, without a criminal conviction, you don't have your abortion. It's fine with that too. Yeah, like I just think if he, like if he it, walks, you're pushing. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's so scummy. And I don't it is know the scummiest shit in the world. And it's, I'm being honest. Is. Like, I'm just being honest, dog. Like, I know a lot of my homegirls, maybe even some of my female family members are going to be upset, but it's what I really feel. Nothing about it feels right. I don't care if it's legal. I once, I've never got a girl pregnant before, but I once drove a friend of mine to get an abortion. Um, this is interesting. It was over in Long Beach by that Long Beach hospital across the street from there. There's abortions and they do them on oh, Fridays. Memorial. Yeah. 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 And you go in cause the person can't drive afterwards. Cause I think she got like put under or something. So there's a room full of dudes. Right. And I'm like the only one there that didn't fuck the broad who's on the other side of the door. But, uh, I'm telling you, after a couple of hours when everybody realizes they're actually doing it, it was the greatest environment of a group of men. It was the tension and relief amongst everybody in the room was just so palpable. I was just like checking my watch, like, can we get the fuck out of here? I'm starving. But <laughs> everybody else is just like you could you could cut the uh, relief with a knife. Was it, oh, that's probably the wrong choice of words for this particular topic, isn't it? Yeah. Ah. Bit, ah. no, I, I fucked that up a little bit. No ceilings. GL, my man Peter in the spiz not as always rocking, cuz. I don't know. I just can't. I just, I don't think it's right. Like, I'm, I'm anti it. Now, I don't know if the solution is for the government to ban it, you know, or for states to ban it. Like, I'm not saying that that's what I would push for. Like, I'm just being honest with my thoughts. I'm anti-abortion. It doesn't feel right to me. It doesn't make logical sense. And even when I hear people talk about it, they talk about it like it's not a baby growing. Like, oh, it's just... You know, you could cancel your pregnancy. It's like there's a child growing in your stomach. I, I just watched Tyson Fury on Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson from a couple of years ago. He said he was born super premature at less than two pounds. That's like some second trimester shit for a guy that fucking size. I'm like, eh. <laughs> He's, 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 he was well within the target range. Um, so I've noticed and I've noticed since this bill has been, or, or excuse me, the, they're talking about revoking this actual Roe versus Wade. They're talking about, I guess, Supreme Court is, is I guess, rethinking exactly were they right to do that? You know what I mean? To overrule Texas. Uh, most people don't know this. So if you listen to this podcast, America is not really a country. It is a country, but it's not a country. It's almost imagine like a continent with a bunch of different countries there. 
that have their own laws. And then there's an overall sense of a few laws that go through every state, but they're not many. And that's the reason why in Texas, it's so easy to access a gun, right? It's, it's nothing to have a gun. You can, you might not go to jail with a gun. They might pull you over with a gun and cite you out. You know what I'm saying? Like whether you have a legal right to own it or not, as long as the gun ain't dirty. Um, but if you get caught with drugs, feel me, any amount of drugs, you're going to prison. And yeah. when you go to New York, if you get caught with drugs, like a buddy of mine got caught with a bird and got seven months. Like he ended up doing seven months. That's it. But little Wayne, who has millions of dollars when I'm signing cash money records at that time, he has millions of dollars. A gun was on his tour bus, not in his possession, and they sent him to prison, complete with the parole yeah. number. That so was a, every state an attorney general grandstanding or a DA yeah, grandstanding, yeah. big time. But, but that's their laws there, though. They, yeah, yeah, they yeah. everybody who gets caught with a gun, you know, Plexico Burris, the football player, you're going to prison. Yeah. You're going to, you know, you're going to prison. It's just they don't play about guns. So that's you know. Right. Every something else most people don't know, right? Every state is has its own rules and laws. So like how most people feel R. Kelly is disgusting or they think any time you talk to some girl under 18 that that's some sense of pedophile, right? A pedophile is somebody who deals with children that are pre-puber, like pre-pubescent. Like they haven't had puberty or periods. That's a pedophile. So anybody who's had a period, right, no longer, if you interact with that person, are you a pedophile? There are proper words for that. Ebophile, hebophile. It's a few different words, but you're not a pedophile. But the point I'm making is, is more states in the United States of America, in this union, that allow you to have sex with somebody 16 than there is 18. So when you get a chance, you're listening to this podcast, because once this shit over... Go look at the legal age of consent around we'll the United States. Tell everybody States. listening to our show to go run around and find out where they can go to knock down a 16-year-old. I don't think nobody, nobody <laughs> that listens to this podcast. I mean, it might be some young boys listening to this podcast, some high schoolers. But I'm I don't worried about the young dudes. <laughs> I don't think nobody, I don't know why nobody in their 20s or 30s would want some 16-year-old pussy. I just don't believe that. I mean, I, it's obviously, it has to be true, but have you ever been around a 16-year-old girl? They're the most annoying. Like, women already is some bullshit. You feel me? Like, grown women, older women, feel me, is some shit. Who the fuck would want to deal with somebody 16, 17, 18? I, that's just weird. Like, I can't deal with nobody 20 at this point in life. It's just tough, man. It's, women already got some shit going on, and you deal with somebody like that, and they look, they just goofy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think some women, you know, they shapes can fool you. You feel me? Because they can develop fast. But as soon as that motherfucker opens his mouth, you're going to realize this motherfucker's a baby. So, I mean, I hope you're not listening to this podcast and trying to scheme on how to get some 16-year-old pussy. It's not worth it. Like, you got to... You need a, you need a it, counselor. If you If you 28... 30 years old and you want some 16 year old pussy, you need a counselor because there's nothing somebody 16 can really do. 
I don't give a fuck if the sluttiest 16-year-old in the world you run into, she can't fuck with a slut that's 28. Feel me? So it only could be like weird things like, um, you know, you want to be somebody else's first, which that's just lame. You need a counselor. You need a psychologist. Um, it's a few things where if you're looking at somebody under 18 and you're of age, you know what I mean? Yeah, 25, 30. You're looking at somebody 16, 17 years old. Bro, just go see a psychologist. Feel me? Even if it ain't against the law, something is wrong and you just like, you know, like something wrong, like either your intelligence is not there, something is wrong. You know what I mean? Like people talk shit about R. Kelly and I hate how they did R, you know, because all of these girls are not young girls. Some of them was old and every age, but you know, if, if people who really know R, it's a literacy issue there that nobody talks about. So again, I don't know if maybe, <laughs> I don't know if they want to color books and he can color with them. I don't know what the fuck he looking at somebody 16 to 17, but again, it's not what we want it to be. And that don't mean that what happened to him was an injustice. This is something that should have got that man, feel me, five, six years, you know, whatever that is on that. What did corner. he get ultimately? Huh? What did he get? I don't even remember. He got some crazy or or was facing crazy time. But, um, yeah. you know, they made it like trafficking and all kind of lame shit. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. that wasn't true. R. Kelly and they give you the- 50 years ahead. So it's like, you know, they always want to posture. And, and, and the attorney and the police officer, like every time that you hear a drug bust, you hear. Again, you, 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 you caught a wholesale shipment three marks up the supply chain. That's a $2 million sale. This is $700 million on the streets. That guy's not selling it on the streets. You just want to sound good for the newspaper, you jackass. And they, yeah. you know, they, they, this person, they could face up to 600 years. They're going to yeah, get 13 years. Just shut up. I seen that they was talking about, it was somebody in Orange County that got popped with fentanyl. It's like I 20 pounds that. of fentanyl. It was like, this product could kill more all of Orange County. Not when you put that much meth on top of it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, man, I get it. Fentanyl, some bullshit, especially you got to remember the type of motherfuckers that's fucking with drugs, you know, especially in our community. They not necessarily motherfuckers who got AIDS and chemistry. They didn't have AIDS like glasses. You feel me? So you you know what just happened out here? Was that uh, it's, it's spring break? It's college kids, right? One of them was, a, I think, a West Point student, uh, a, a military academy for the the army. It's the army, navy, it must be the army. Um, but it was like the movie, um, The Hangover. Remember in The Hangover when they got um, Mike Epps? He was Black Doug, and the guy with no with no tooth. You mean to tell me the drug dealer in the liquor store parking lot wasn't a good guy? Well, these six idiots came down here and bought coke off of some random person that they had no connection to at all, and it was stepped on with too much fentanyl and killed six dudes. There's six people who are college students. Apparently, they don't teach, you know, thinking for half a second in college. Thinking for half a second 101 is not part of the curriculum in college anymore. Let's go out of state to a town known for dirty hustlers and buy weed we know, or buy coke we know nothing about and snort it at a party. Get the fuck out of here. I felt bad for none of those kids. I mean, I feel bad for their parents. I feel bad for the parents. Yeah, I'm sure. But again, man, like, oh, man, that's tough. Six people died. 
And it's crazy because um, same night, same house. <laughs> like. But but I had I had an epiphany coming over here that we now live in a society, you know, where so little accountability. I mean, I think it's accountability for us, but women and other people that's not us, you feel me? It's no. weird because we, we've created a space, right, where doing drugs is okay. Like, let me ask you a question. Do you think doing drugs is okay even if you're not addicted? Like, let's say you're hanging out I'll with me this. and I do occasional line. Is that good? Is that okay? All I can say is this much. I'm a complete train wreck of a human being. I've never done a drug in my life. So I can, like, there's that. What I, anybody that I know, that I knew them before they started fucking around with some bullshit, and then I found out they did, they caught a lot of an earful from me. I think it's a dumb thing to do. I don't know if it's necessarily the end of the world. If so, The thing is, is this, some people, their brain chemistry, they're like, it was cool, it was whatever. Some people are like, that was the greatest fucking five minutes of my entire goddamn life. And you don't know which one you are until you know. And like, and you don't know which powder you got until you know. And you don't know which pill you got until you know. And that's, and that's why you my, just don't need to find out. Issue where the drug dealers are getting the complete blame. And that's why I was asking, because I'm like, the yeah. drug dealers are getting the complete blame. And it's like, Yo, you're buying an illegal substance off the streets. Like, yes, do you blame the person selling it? Sure, they're responsible. But also the person buying it is just as responsible. Absolutely. I, 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 think, I think that that's crap. And I think we're in a space again, you know, where people don't have to deal in accountability, which takes us back, you know, to what I was thinking about when I was thinking about abortions. I was like, how could somebody be pro killing a child? And then like, I always hear like, oh, it's a woman's body. And I'm like, the fuck does not a woman's the baby's body, body have to do with anything? <laughs> the you baby's body is not a woman's body. That's like, so that's like, this is not like a woman's, like there's a child growing in there. It's a child. So like, women be allowed a woman's to drive drugs? Should a woman be allowed to drive drunk? It's a woman's body. She can do with it as she pleases. She could intoxicate her body and hop behind the wheel of cars. Her body, she can do with it as she wants. I mean, so by that same standard, if it's if if it's everybody's body, then why? Why for years? Okay, let's say we're going into a space now where this is changing. But let's say since that conversation, that court case with Roe versus Wade in 69. Why are we actually prosecuting drug addicts? It's their body. Yeah. You know, it's their body. Um, why, if you're trying to kill yourself, you could be prosecuted or put in jail? That's bizarre to me. You can actually go to motorcycle helmet law. So, I mean, when does this, some of the sense it's it's senseless. And and again, I'm not upset at anybody pro abortion. I just don't know how you could consciously feel me be okay with that. It's just a bit weird to me. It's like, 
Okay, let's say I'm not okay with it. That don't mean I don't understand the purpose for it. I'm anti it. I don't like it. I don't want it to be. Feel me? But again, human beings have choice. Like, I think we came into this space to where because I'm anti something, I have to campaign against it. No, that just literally means I can frown upon it and look at it weird as fuck as it is. But it's weird to watch people change it into a space, right, that they feel is acceptable. Right. Where they feel that it's, you know, it's like they, they it's like they try to normalize it. A champion it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's almost kind of like, say, on the drugs topic, if we're at a party and everybody's got lines of coke laid out on the coffee table. Like, hey, Pete, you, you trying to get this line? I'd be like, nah, I'm cool. All right. That's cool. It's not like you want this line. No, I'm calling the police immediately. What the fuck, man? What an asshole. But if you say. Are you pro-abortion? Nah, I don't support that shit. Doesn't mean that you got a problem with somebody else who does necessarily to that extent where you're trying to like fucking advocate or stop them. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm not on the marketing side of anything. Like I, I'm not campaigning on any of these matters. Um, I'm just, I'm not for it. I'm anti, I don't like it. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it's legal. So I understand and I accept it for other people's fate. I wish it was illegal. Am I going to go out of my way to try to stop progress in which people think it's okay to, you know, murder, you know, growing babies. You know, I'm not going to go out of my way because that's your own murder case. Like I wouldn't advise you to get in the way of me when I'm going to deal with my issues. Feel me? But I just don't get how we could have a world so pro murdering, growing babies in somebody's stomach and then disguise it as, oh, it's just her body. Oh, it's her body, her choice. Well, then at that point, drug, if you get caught with drugs, you should not go to jail. Why are you going to jail? It's your body. And if you want to put drugs in your body, that should be your choice. I don't, I don't know. When does the silliness stop? I don't know. I mean, there's, there's certainly some slippery territory as far as this quote unquote defining when does life begin thing because if a woman's pregnant and I'm she's driving on her way to the abortion clinic and I'm drunk as shit behind the wheel and I fall asleep and I go into oncoming traffic and I hit her head on and she survives but the baby dies. They can still charge you with murder or manslaughter. I'm getting big time, big time, big time. I'm getting murdered too. So most state, not most states, because all states are different, but the furthest, what's the furthest along you can be in any state that's legal? Is it 20 weeks? I don't, I don't know if at this point there's any law that's held up to that because that would fall in I mean, they basically define Roe versus Wade up until the moment of birth. So they tried to, far? you can yeah, abort a child at eight months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's late term abortions. That's a real thing. So Best of my understanding, there were states that that tried to put a cap on it at two trimesters. Uh, that's gone to court. I didn't follow up on as to how resolved it was. If it was resolved one way or the other, it could have gone up to, um, you know, through the appellate system and gotten kicked back down. Uh, but there's there's not a lot of. I mean, to me, like personally, like my personal opinion is, you, you know, how you can like. Through an ultrasound, you can see a, a a baby in the womb like respond to like if you were to probe it or touch it, it 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 has the sensory nervous system intact enough to understand it just got poked or you just ran a an infrared wave or you know something through it and it, and it gets like whatever. That means it can feel it. If the baby's old enough to feel it. That's a little shaky to me. Yeah. That's my personal thing. Yeah. <laughs> Abortion is legal in California, both for teens and adults. You have the right to get an abortion for any reason. For teens and yeah. adults? Yeah. <laughs> so all those pregnant 11-year-olds? Right, you have the right to get an abortion for any reason until approximately six months after you become pregnant. After that, if the pregnancy puts your health or life at risk, you can still get an abortion. And I don't even know yeah. what that means. 
I mean, I guess they feel like if you have the child and, and, and this growing child is threatening your existence. I mean, I guess that, that would means, be self-defense. That just means that you got a doctor to give you a, a write-off of whatever they claim, which is, as we saw with in California with license can How many people got... There was a doctor that wore a cannabis suit on Venice Beach saying everybody who walked by had anxiety disorder and needed marijuana or every idiot that brings a German shepherd onto an airplane because they need an emotional support dog because their psychologist gave them a prescription for it, a prescription, sorry, for the dog. You know, and there's enough doctors that'll write down whatever if you pay them. No, it's just such a tough thing, even reading about it. And, I, and it's, it's just crazy to listen to women talk about it so liberally. And, you know, they always say, well, no man should tell a woman what to do with their body. And I'm like, I don't think I care about the body as much as an unborn child. That's just such a, that's a lot to me. And I don't know where, you know, where did we get into a space to make this okay? Like we, we've, the the thought is we've evolved so much as a society to where people won't, they don't like, there's a culture of people that don't want to eat animals, you know, or anything related to an animal. Interestingly enough, those are mostly also the pro abortion people. I'd hope not. Oh yeah. I hope nobody vegan. There's no hardcore right wing Christian conservatives that are vegan. And there are no far left wing vegans that are anti-abortion. I'm just telling you, what's a what's a pro-abortion hub? Santa Monica, West LA, San Francisco. How do those districts vote? <laughs> if you are a vegan and you are pro-abortion, you are a piece of shit. If you support Peter. <laughs> If you consider yourself a part of fucking Peter, cuz, and you support abortion, bro, you deserve to be fucking hung on a cross. Like, oh my God, you should be hung, bro. That should cut your fucking hair. How the fuck could you be pro-animals life and pro, like, how could you be a Peter member or, or animal supporter? Or a dog, people who support animals. Like, I know people who have dogs and are super dog people, but we're having an abortion. Mm-hmm. That is fucking crazy. Dude, did you see what they're doing in China with, with uh, the pets? This no. is fantastic. China has a zero COVID target, which is the stupidest thing you've ever heard in your life. But They've locked down Shanghai, which is the wealthiest city in China, and it's 25 million people. And they've locked, not locked them down like we had a lockdown. You can't leave your residence. You can't open the windows and the doors. You are locked the fuck in, right? So they were testing all these people, and people who got tested positive for COVID, they threw them in internment camps. So if they had pets, there's videos of these Chinese communist party government officials just like killing these dogs with shovels because they the owners got taken into internment camps and there's a video on youtube i'll send it to you of these cats 
just like sacks of cats. Like each sack has like half a dozen cats in them and they're just tied up, lined up in a row across the sidewalk because their owners got taken to internment camps. So they just sacked up all the cats and left them on the sidewalk and they're just meowing in these sacks. It's really quite something. But China also was very pro-abortion for a long time because they had the one-child-first policy. So those people said, well, if my firstborn's a daughter, we're going to abort that sucker and we're going to keep all these sons, which is why it's very difficult to get laid as a man in China now because there's a disproportionate number of men of a certain age demographic. So China has announced that it will allow couples to have up to three children after census data showed a steep decline in birth rates. The population grew at its slowest pace in decades. Correct. Sheesh. I don't know, man. I don't know. Sometimes I even wonder, Was I, I always wonder, why would God put me on this earth? This is crazy. This is crazy. Like, we're, we're in a time where People just say that shit. That's nothing to them. And then they be like, oh, it's a woman's body. I had a conversation with a friend and I was telling her like, like we are going through everything to like, how do we, how do we as a society pervert so much shit? Like, how do we just allow that conversation? Oh, it's a woman's body. Like that is not about what her. Nobody said you can't get tattoos. Nobody said you can't pierce what you want to pierce. Nobody said you can't do nothing you don't want. You you could do anything you want to do. They allow you to get fake titties, fake ass. You could do anything. No There's an entire industry of sexual toys that are made specifically for women. Because I don't think that there's a man that could accommodate some of these multi-pronged devices. <laughs> I just don't get how could everybody be so pro-abortion that's just crazy I almost think I be going crazy cause this shit crazy where the fuck yeah. are we in a twilight zone I don't know man I was talking to one of my partners earlier the homie Manny and um We were just talking about women and uh, he feels like I'm a bit harsh. Like I'm a bit too critical. And his thing is always like glasses, man. Why do you care? Why do you care what somebody else is doing? And I'm like, what type of society do we live in that you don't care what somebody else is doing? Like where, where do we live that we are being taught to, we don't care what not, nothing else is going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, we'll it don't them. matter. It's yeah. not me. It's like, but that's the point of a society. That's why they have laws. It's not necessarily for what most laws are passed by people who intend to abide by them because they're concerned with what the other person is going to do. You know, that's just the truth. And but, like, but we even have laws against acts against ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Again, if you 
You know, in so many states, now they're starting to catch up and say, okay, if you do drugs, we won't criminally prosecute you. I mean, that's not obviously every state. That's not the majority of states. But again, when do we start caring about the rest of society? I don't know if I'm tripping. Like, I don't, I don't get what's so hard to understand about this. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, there's a lot of issues. I mean, there's, there's a lot of really murky stuff. We live in a society now that's very social program oriented. You know, particularly like one of the biggest, I think, I think maybe the biggest, I think, I know for a fact, the largest single category for funding of the U.S. general budget on a state and federal level is healthcare related subsidies. Well, if you're allowed to smoke cigarettes, that's fine. I'm not telling you not to smoke cigarettes. But if you have long term, chronic, expensive, health-related issues stemming from those cigarettes that you chose to smoke. I sure as fuck don't want to have to pay for all that shit. It's going to come out to about $200,000 by the time you kick the bucket. I don't have an issue with doing what you want to do. Okay, I want to be a smoker. All right, fine. Sign this piece of paper here. You can smoke all you want to. And you are now, like when you go somewhere that might have something dangerous happen, you have to sign a waiver. Okay, you want to smoke cigarettes? Sign this waiver here. And anything that happens to you medically as a result of those cigarettes, it is not the rest of society's job to pay for. Doesn't bother me. I guess, yeah, that's not crazy. Make you sign a waiver when you go through anything else that's dangerous. Yeah. I don't know, Pete. This is a really depressing conversation to me. Seems like I didn't realize we're going to take this so hard. Man, I didn't either. You know, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I know the conversation and the thought of abortion is so casual. It's like nobody cares. And I'm like, damn. Well, it's casual if it's on your side. Like being anti-abortion in an anti-abortion environment is a very casual, yeah, I should be able to do that. That's, you know, but being the opposite, people are really casual talking about their right to abortion, but tell them that they don't deserve their right to an abortion and they go fucking nuts. They go insane. That's the thing I don't understand to me is like, I've had, you know, I was at a wedding a while back. I was like, what? this is just terrible. I was like, after the wedding, I was having cocktails and some idiot girl was talking to me about God knows what and this conversation turns to abortion i'm like oh my god and she's like a she was like 45 year old burnout of a chick with no kids just going on and on and on about her, her right to abortion and then no, 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 no. i'm like sweetheart if you don't get pregnant in about the next 45 minutes you're not even going to be eligible for a pregnancy let alone an abortion for one for two if your greatest live and die cause in your life is an advocation for your own irresponsible sluttery then what do you want from me at that point? You know, I'm not going to fight you that hard either which way, but if that's your cause in life, I should be able to get nutted in God damn it. Seven nights a week. And if I get pregnant, I should be able to get that son of a bitch ripped out of there. If that's your life's cause, I think maybe you have a, a priorities problem. So this shit is depressing. So I ain't going to keep going, but I just wanted to ask you a question. 
And I know you're not a psychologist. And I wish I had Uncle Mook on, right, who's a, who has a master in psychology, or Dr. Hudson, who has okay. a, a doctorate in psychology, right, an actual doctor. But why do you think what's going on in people's mind, right? Like somebody could be super intrigued, like be a part of PETA or a vegan and really literally their goal is to protect the life of animals or, you know, um, you know, whatever it is to, 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 to protect animals. Why would those same people, how are these people rationalizing like internalizing the thought of killing a baby and it, it's not being a big deal. Like, what am I missing? Truthfully, I think in a lot of these cases, they're also like very secular people who don't have religion. I mean, if we're, if we're doing the statistical probability thing, um, a lot of the progressive left vegan pro-abortion crowd is not a religious crowd. So they've kind of substituted in this fervor as, you know, for a lot of these topics as being more of a personal identity matter. They want to be a part of a group. They want to identify with this group. The whole identity matters to them more than their own personal identity. They don't have a faith in God. They have a faith in this group. And, you saw a lot of the same stuff. Those same people were like really hardcore with locking down COVID stuff. You should have a right to an abortion, but you shouldn't have the right to go to the bar where you might meet a woman and fucker who then could get her abortion. So what are we doing? You know, it's just a lot of passion, I think, to feel like you're a part of something and tying that to the way that you see yourself in the mirror. Good looking out for tuning in to the No Sillers Podcast. Please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, comment, and share. This episode was recorded right here on the West Coast of the USA and produced by my homeboy, A-King for the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Yeah. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. 
Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.